Is everyone, it's everything here with BB Sweetbriar, and it is August the 7th, another month down, and here we are on another hot, um, it's going to be a warm day today here in San Francisco, but uh, I think it's probably warm all over the country. It's been really kind of pleasantly warm, though, not like heat, 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 but pleasantly warm, but I don't know, it probably wasn't as hot as like Las Vegas or something like that, because that's where Kenny's been, my producer's been, Kenny's been away, I haven't seen her in a while, it's been a, quite a bit, we we were on hiatus for a little bit, and then you went to um, throw the dice and play blackjack, what was your favorite thing in the casino? Uh, I gotta say I was hot on the craps, oh, yeah. see, that, that's it, when you get on the crap tables, you have become addicted to gambling. That, that, <laughs> that's what does it. Anything else you can play, you can walk away from. But that game, oh, God, we need to get an intervention going real right before it starts. And, yeah. and then he's going again next week, y'all. It's like, not even, you know what I'm saying? It's like you can tell right now if an addiction's already to happen. But I'm glad you had a good time. You need you get all that stuff out of your system when you're young, you know, because you. when you're my age and start doing all that kind of stuff, it really gets kind of bad. Yeah. But um, but we're glad to have you back, Kenny. Thank you. Even though Michelle did fill in for you one week, and um, I'm about oh, to yeah. say she was pretty good. She kill it. She, I was like, I was getting ready to say, hey, just, hey, we can cut some expenses. Get rid of Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I'm really glad to have you back. And we have a wonderful show, as usual, because we have one of our segments that's one of my favorite, which is Beyond the Music, where we take an opportunity to speak with someone in the music industry and actually go beyond what you are familiar with them, and that is generally their music. We actually kind of dig a little deeper deeper and talk to them on a personal level on what's going on uh, with with their work, but also what's going on with them overall and how they became who they are and all that good stuff. And I couldn't um, think of a better person than to have on today's show for this particular segment than the one and only DJ producer, um, label owner, you name it, uh, sound studio operator, Leo Frappier. Did I think I covered? Did I cover it all? I don't know if I got all everything in there. I wear many hats, but yes, you did. Yeah. Hi, How, Kenny. I, is that, Kenny, he has to turn his mic on. He's he's not used to. Hey, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I only bug him periodically. I don't keep him all the time. But um, but it's really great to have you on there. As I was explaining to the audience out there, this is one of my favorite segments where I get an opportunity to tap into the minds and the lives and history of a great in the music industry. And you definitely are that. You are legendary. How does how that always, you know, I, I don't think I've ever asked anybody that. How does that, when you hear things like that, legendary, you know, because you, you you still got a whole lot going in, in, in them legs there. It's not like, you know, you're ready to hang it up. <laughs> when you hear that, what do you think? How do you take all that in? Because you, you hear it quite frequently. Yeah, I do. And I, and I, I'm, I just feel... Uh, just grateful to have the longevity in the business 
And uh, it, it's when I hear veteran that I feel like, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I have a war injury. <laughs> well, I don't know. The music industry can be a war. So. <laughs> oh, it, it, can, it can kick you in the, in the behind, yeah. set you down, and make you pick yourself back up a few times, that's for sure. But uh, yeah. when I hear, I hear legendary, I'm just like, wow, okay, I'm, I'll, I'll go for that. Well, at least, at least you're hearing it because so many people, unfortunately, don't get to... Don't get those uh, titles with the, on them until they've, you know, gone beyond, gone there on beyond or yonder. Is that yonder? That's where um, go yonder and uh, they don't get to hear it. So, uh, you know, I'm glad that people are respecting uh, your work and telling you like it is now because you have Bass Sounds. Uh, Bass Sound Studios is uh, what you work out of uh, your your own studio that you work in and do all the work for other artists and um, labels and, and whatnot. When did you actually start um, your recording studio? Um, good question. Um, that was, you know, I've always had my personal studio mm-hmm. and I've always um, developed material in my studio. And then uh, back in the day when the technology was a little bit more limited, I would then, you know, take, um, you know, on a some format it to another studio, and then it got to the point where the technology really got very sophisticated, and you were able to record digital audio and record a microphone, record instruments. And at that point in time, I realized, you know, I need to just kind of shape my space so that I can record anything and anybody. And uh, then I, so time-wise, I think that basically happened about whew, 20 years ago, I think, on the dock, wow. pretty much. That's when I kind of... I left my last job is uh, driving for Yellow Cab because I was like uh, the nine to five and doing music full time was not working out for me. So I was just kind of doing side little miscellaneous things and finally got to the point where I was paying people to drive my cab and I said, well, I need to quit. <laughs> so I put my shingle out and come, you know, uh, better or for worse and, uh, you know, just kind of ride the tide. And uh, it, it definitely was kind of a scary move to just, you know, become an independent producer, um, especially in San Francisco versus maybe, you know, Los Angeles or New York. Mm-hmm. But um, I felt it was time, and I never regret the decision. Mm-hmm. And um, stay quite busy these days. Especially, yes, especially the yes, you do. Yeah, you well, are. Five, six uh, years, very busy. <laughs> I, 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 you know, for anyone who's ever questioned, this man is busy. I know. I work with him a lot, and to try and get on his calendar is it can be. He, he, and if trust. Trust me, trust me when I tell you this. If he tells you he is definitely squeezing you in, he is doing that. But let me also say that that squeezing does not mean that you're getting less than. Um, he's giving you 120, 30% each time that he is there. Um, but he, when he's getting you in there, so every second counts. Don't be playing. Don't be late. Don't, because <laughs> you know, because he, he's got someone ready to go right after, just like after this, he's got someone ready to go in his studio when we get off the phone here. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> he does not play at all on that. Um, now, some of the things I think a lot of people don't really understand or know is like your, your background as far as, you know, um, how you've, 
come to know so much and your education in music because you are, you know, I, you are the maestro. You know so much about not even just the notes and what they are and all that, but you know so much about the framework of songs and, um, you know, what it takes to make a great song, not just because, oh, it has a great hook and it sounds good when you sing it, but what the framework of that song needs to look like, particularly when we're talking about putting it out there in the world and in the industry and trying to, um, you know, sell it or get the radios to play it. You're really good. You know it. You know that magic thing. And it's not necessarily a formula because I know that you approach each project, you know, independently. That, that's true. It, it's definitely not a formula. Um, I think that every song um, has a story to tell. Mm-hmm. I think that every vocal performance and every every uh, singer who steps up to the microphone needs to be able to tell their story and tell the story of that song at the same time. So it's a lot of work being a, a vocalist and a singer, um, as you know, and you do it phenomenally. Um, but the... The, well, you asked about the background. Let's start at the beginning. Uh, basically, you know, as a kid, I had piano lessons and basically decided, uh, you know, I just didn't, you know, dig the, the discipline of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, just, you know be drilling certain classic music. But I, I got keyboard chops from that, mm-hmm. you know, and that always stuck with me. Um, then when I was in junior high school and, and uh, high school, I, I played baritone, trombone, and tuba. And then when I went to SF State University, I, was, I majored in, believe it or not, tuba. And I was going to be groomed to be the, um, the you know, kind of like the replacement uh, player, tuba player for the SF Symphony. Oh. And I basically just kind of decided that the tuba wasn't my in- instrument. And one of the reasons why I kind of, kind of turned my back on classical music, or excuse me, piano lessons, was it was all classical music. The instructor would never teach me jazz, would never teach me pop, versus at the you know, at the time, you know, as a as a child of the sixties that you know, there was all this music happening in San Francisco. You know, the mm-hmm. Jefferson Airplane, Starship, um, Journey, Santana, you know, you, you name it, there was such a rich pop history and rock history, soul history, you know, in the Bay Area. And I said, you know, I kinda wanna do that. So when it came time to kind of give up the tuba um, and, and actually leave college and just to say, you know, I'm, I just want to kind of, even if I have to work a job, I want to do popular music. So I, you know, kind of changed my mindset, kept all that musical training, kept all that ear training that it was part of the classical training, in quotes, and just started applying that to, you know, modern pop music and uh, writing my own songs and started collaborating with people, started building a studio. Um, I'm totally yeah. self-taught, but I do, you know, when I get a new piece of software, I'm sitting there with the manual. Oh, you, yeah, because you, you know that, you know, <laughs> uh, yes, you know, and I, that's always a phenomenal to watch you do that because you searching through to find, like you'll go, oh, I know what I want, I know what I want, I want, I want this particular thing uh, to play or, or what have you. And it's like, you know exactly where it is. It's like, there's like a billion files, a billion files in there and you know exactly where to go most of the time yes <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's a, it's a search but you know i do have you know over time basically in dance music in particular a lot of it's based on um 
loops, you know, yeah. loops in particular because they're 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 done so well, and you have such a variety. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to select things that work, that work together, that you know create a good rhythm. Um, and I, I most of the time I can find it, but there's sometimes like where is that file? I've heard that you know that that hi-hat thing at like 127 beats per minute has a little timbali in it and it's like where is that yeah i i can i have a pretty good photographic memory so i can kind of remember how to my file directory on my on my pro mac looks and uh yeah. well that's good that you have that because you you have to recall <laughs> on that a lot well we're going to um kind of play something now that kind of goes to what you're speaking to as far as definitely the frameworks of songs and, um, and, um, you know, how you put it all together and where you find, because this, this particular song that's coming up now that we're going to play of yours, um, has a lot of different kind of instrumentation in there that you can find out there. But this is one that's kind of special to you because you did it with, uh, the, the mix with, uh, James Torres, uh, uh, who passed away, uh, a, a while ago. And, um, working with Caroline Lund, who's a local uh, recording artist here as well, and a friend of mine and a good friend of yours. And um, it recently kind of resurfaced in a a re-remixing, a, a re I guess is another way. So you have a new a remix package out on this song that you did a couple of years ago. And um, I want to play it, and then we're going to come back after commercial break, and we'll talk a little bit more specifically about this. But this is Caroline Lund, and this is the James Torres and Leo Frappier Dark Beats Radio uh, mix for Move Your Body.
You're listening to the Progressive Voices Channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side as a unified team of the best fertility specialists guided by the highest ethical standards Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Symes, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.ale. G-R-E-C-A-R-E dot com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. And we're back. Thank you guys for staying with us. And for those of you just joining us, it's it's everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. And we are in our Beyond the Music segment with the one and only producer extraordinaire, Leo Frappier on the other end. We just got through listening to, uh, prior to the commercial break, we listened to Caroline Lund and her uh, latest out there just uh, dropped into the market again about a month ago. I think we're hitting on that, Leo. Uh, Move Your Body, and that was the James Torres and Leo Frappier uh, mix. And that one, as we were kind of talking, that one kind of gave you that world kind of sound to it. We were here rocking out to it. That's what I love about Kenny. Me and Kenny kind of like when we get some music grooving here, you know, I'm looking through them through the window and we're just having, and I'm, you know, we, we're kind of moving. I kind of had like this uh, uh, Arabic type of thing and we were just kind of like doing our little thing over here. You kind of had a little worldness going on in that, that song. It's definitely world music influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, James uh, Torres always loved tribal music and so we um, got that vibe going on. We have a little kind of Africanism and definitely kind of an Arabism in, in there. Um, they just call it the heron. <laughs> <laughs> but if you didn't, if you weren't moving in your seat while you um, listen, were listening to that, then you need to uh, seriously like uh, turn up the volume. 
<laughs> I think this is the type of song we should go and take to all the hospitals, you know, for people who kind of have like uh, mobilization issues, you know, while they're in there. And I, I, I'm serious that you, you guys laugh, but, you know, music is a good therapy for that because yeah. at least your body, even if you don't have the capability of moving, um, your body still, when you hear the music like that, your senses want to react to that and i think it's good therapy for people who are having mobilization issues to listen to music like that that are tribal and your 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 mind tells your body you need to move and it's trying to get that going i bet you it's a great exercise it would be good for a therapist to kind of tap into you leo i think we should get in contact with that and you know another way another way of getting the music out there i guess i don't know but i really like this thing now tell us a story behind this because it took a little while for you guys to kind of get this out there you know due to the loss of james and other things but this is a very special kind of re-release if you want to say say that of this particular song so tell me kind of the brief story behind that well um the original release had uh caroline put out herself Mm -hmm. um and i produced the original track and she had some remixes and um we decided it would be a great um it would be great to have a part two, to make a long story short. So we um, had some other remixes done uh, by Tweaker Turner, Matt Consola, and uh, Paul Goodyear. Uh, we reissued the Wayne G mix because it was just so fantastic. It needed a, another another life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- with, uh, you know, James passed away on May 5th, 2015 very unexpectedly. So when it came to the time of his anniversary of his passing, we, it's just like, well, this is, this is, needs to be out as a tribute. Mm-hmm. And we, at that point in time, I just decided, let's just get this going and, and uh, get it released. And so we finished up the rest of the mixes. I actually looked at that mix and realized we had about 95% of it done, but we needed to, I needed to kind of gussy it up a little bit. So I really was just channeling James' energy and uh, put that out, uh, you know, Roche finished that up, and then we put that package out and, uh, uh, you know, promoted it for Carolyn. So. Yeah, so now so now that's available, um, ladies and gentlemen, on all of your your um, your music outlets, um, you know, iTunes and Beatport and um, Amazon. The Amazon uh, Streams go, on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, just, just go out there and listen. And this is what I love about that song, too, is we've got so many gym bunnies out there, uh, you know, from, from coast to coast and border to border. This is a great song to get your workout on. And this that was a radio edit, so there are definitely longer versions of, of these remixes in the package. And you can get your workout on, trust me, on that. You think you can burn 3,000 calories on some little funky-ass pop music? You need to get a hold of this. And we can pump that up to 6,000 calories, boo. And you be ready for the circuit parties coming up. That's all. That's right. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. Now, talking about... It actually has 15 tracks on it. Okay, that... <laughs> That's no, that's really good, and that's that's how Leo do too. He know he make he makes sure a song gets every possible mix on there possible, so we don't leave anybody out. Um, but speaking of though, and I know Caroline was very um, happy to hear the mixes have a world music sound to it because as you know, as a writer as well, you know sometimes it's hard to get what's in your head out there for other.
other people involved in the project to get it. And so I know she was very, very happy and pleased about that. And you seem to be working in so many different genres, I guess is a better, that is within dance music. In particular, you just recently... Um, uh, teamed up with uh, Scott Brandon on on a piece that is Latin infused. I guess is the best way mm-hmm. to. So, so it's called what? Uh, Musica mas alta. Musica mas alta, which means basically turn the volume or make the music louder mm-hmm. or turn the volume up of the music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so how did that? I mean, how did you um, get involved with this particular project? I mean, uh, am I going to see you on the Latin Grammys or what? What's going on? <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, my partnership with with Scott Brandon is um, we actually were we started about eight years ago, and we were doing trance music. We actually had a couple records on Paul Oakenfold. Oh, I love Paul. Label, yeah, and love we were doing. Uh, we had one called. Um, I feel my magic, and it was very trance-like, and and you know it made trance charts. And we decided uh, to kind of switch gears, and we started this track. And then Scott um, wanted uh, just as a as a personal lifestyle thing for him to kind of like I just want to go to South America, and I want to escape, you know, the music business, escape the business life, and just kind of did it and lived a tr- almost a tribal life. Um, he, uh, He's like on Survivor, that. South America. Well, not that, not not that, not that tribe. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but you know, there's chickens running around, and you know, and <laughs> oh my lord, it's village life. <laughs> village, that guy, I like that village yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. And he met a wonderful woman, and got married, and and had a child, and then they moved back to the United States, and we kind of picked up, you know, like four or five years later, where where we left off, and we decided to finish this track, and we signed it to Mac and Solas. Um, record label Bounce, part of Swishcraft, and I know you had him on the air just recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, w- it was just kind of our foray into kind of Latin house music. Um, also on that release, which is also available on iTunes and all those uh, great digital music outlets. There's also even acoustic mix that has the guitar solo in there. Just oh, wow. Right well, I definitely have to listen to that because I love I love some acoustic like the stripped down versions of some of the songs that I you know love and they're all of their electronic sounds. But uh, well, we're going to go ahead and play the uh, Leo's Downtown mix of Musica Mas Alta, and this is a Scott Brandon and Leo Frappier with Leo Frappier song. Oh, 
drag here in San Francisco for almost 20 years and uh, over the past couple of months I just opened up my club Oasis. It's been going really well. People really seem to appreciate the space. It's something people say San Francisco really needs right now because the city has been changing a lot. I always had this attitude of, of opening a space that was kind of like for everybody and that's just kind of the attitude and the, the, uh, the ethics of Oasis is it's kind of a space for everybody. How does it feel to be a business owner? I don't know, you know, it's funny because I still need to, I still have to kind of pinch myself to believe it's actually true, you know what I mean? Like I walk in there and 
and I go up to the bar and I go, oh, can I please have a glass of water? You know, it's kind of like, I forget that it's my place. Running gay clubs, it's changed a lot. Um, I think that gay people now, they're everywhere. They don't feel like they have to maybe be in a gay bar all the time, so you have to be much more creative about how you are enticing people to come out to your club. I, I guess I'm successful because I'll just say it, I work really hard at what I do. I also like to provide a really quality experience for people. So yes, you know, people will pay to see my shows and pay to come to my club, but I always like, like to give them something that's worth it. The experience that they'll, they'll leave my shows going, okay, that was worth it, you know what I mean? This has always been my attitude. Um, just to entertain people and so it seems like that works, you know. I would say to young kids, you know, just kind of form your own identity and, uh, and you know, don't let others dictate how you should behave or think. Uh, you can always go to uh, sfoasis.com to find out about all the entertainment and nightlife that we have going on at Oasis. If you want to see drag, we've got that for you. If you want to see some queer hip-hop parties or queer dance parties, we have that for Spotlight you. Spotlight on success and achievement. Brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together we'll go far. Oh, and we're back again. Again, if you just now joined us, which if you did, I don't know why you're so late. But anyway, this is It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. And we are the weekly uh, segment of the Michelle Meow Show. Wonderful Michelle Meow. We're so glad to be in this spot every Sunday for you. And it is August 7th, and I have with me and beyond the music, Leo Frappier. And we just got through listening to his um, song with Scott Brannon called Musica Mas Alta, which means basically turn up the music. And we was turning it up here on your downtown mix. That was part quite the groove. You really could hear your piano up in there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we could really hear that piano up there. You 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 was you was being because you do have some jazz music that you have put out, a, a jazz album on um with bass sounds and your label hit um Save Music, but this was before, your jazz album was before Hit Save Music came about, right? That's right. Uh-huh. That, uh, that was on, uh, like, Bass Sounds Records. So I, I kind of have dual identities. I have Bass Sounds Studio, which is basically kind of morphing into Hit Save Studios, which is the name of the record label is Hit Save Music, mm-hmm. and uh, and which you're one of the featured artists on. Yay! Yay! I know. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you, and I think for me, because I work with you and you're such, I tell people this all the time, I said, you're such a great person to work with because you're so easy and mellow, but you know your stuff. You, you love sharing when it comes to people who are inquisitive about you know, what we're doing, you know, what, what are we doing with the song and what are, you know, how are we making it and all this kind of stuff. And you just share. And so many people, there's so many people out there who like to hold on to their knowledge and not get it out there. And you're not one of them. So I really appreciate that. So it's always a learning experience for me. Um, but you are billboard recording artists in that you've had production on the charts, um, you know, in the top five and so on and, and worked with some, worked on some music with some very, very, very A-list people. Um, 
and yeah. like Katy Perry and, you know, I, you do probably have so many, it's hard to probably come off your head. But what I think is, is humbling for, for me is the fact that I have an opportunity to work with someone like that. Well, <laughs> I, I am, I'm, um, privileged and flattered to work with you as well. Um, yes, I mean, there's definitely a lot of, uh, big names I've done remixes for, um, you know, Katy Perry's one, Martha Wash is another, Cher is another, Celine Dion's another, um, but they, I just don't, I don't like the name drop, I just, I let they kind of like, well, find me online, you can read about all that <laughs> stuff, you can read about all that, you know, it's a, it's kind of like what's, you know, what's, what's now, like, the, mm-hmm. like the, the term of your radio show, it's what's, ne- what's happening now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's everything out there, and you, um, but, but I guess because, you know, like, Caroline, me, Gypsy Love, we've worked with you. You've worked with so many other local, you know, in your backyard type of uh, artists, uh, Xavier's Toscano, you know, up and coming people, what have you. You don't seem to, uh, and I guess it's just your love for music and being able to get out there and put your hands in it, but you don't seem to shy away from that. You know, people who are less experienced or people who are, you know, just getting their feet wet. It's all music and you don't mind working with those people. Yeah, exactly. Basic, basically, I, um, I, I'm selective about who I do work with. That, that is very much true. And there is, um, as you were saying, I am busy and very often there's a waiting list to get into the studio. And most people understand they're more than accommodating with that and they can plan around it. They can look mm-hmm. forward to it. You know, they mm-hmm. can make it happen. But it is really just all about the music. And um, I only work with people that I really kind of feel that there, you know, there, there's something, you know, there's the potential. Um, some people have, you know, definitely, you know, already established their names. Some people are just getting started. Um, my job as a producer and as a composer is just to kind of, you know, support that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of known out there, and I know you're, is, is the guy who works well in the production area with vocals. Um, was that you? That was me. Oh God! Because you know when you have when you have a push button home phone, that's what. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm speaking on my landline. On your landline. Isn't that quaint? You still have a landline. I know. Like anybody there under the age of 25 is going, what landline? What's Man. that? What's, what's the landline? <laughs> you know, you don't even need that for your computer anymore, people. You really don't. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, you are known as the guy who can, you know, I love, I can, anytime I have an opportunity to use my phrase, put they stank on someone's vocals, that's what you do. You There's like, you, we can tell with your anthems, mixes, in your vocal production, there's a little stamp that you put on that you've kind of created with the people that you work with. You definitely can work with vocals. I mean, you you bring out the best in those singers that you work with. Well, thank you. That that's true. Um, I do have to pride myself in that because um, there's some producers uh, or engineers, and I, I wear both of those hats when I sit in that chair. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be a little more passive and kind of say, "Well, that's great," or you know, maybe just try to give us another variation. But I'm there's there are instances where someone will sing a beautifully executed phrase or verse of a song, and I will say. You know, it sounds great, but I don't feel like a heart connection with 
with it. And I don't feel that if I'm, if I'm not feeling that, um, I don't think that the, the mass, the masses out there mm-hmm. are going to resonate as well. They w- again, want to hear that story. They want to hear something that's sung from the heart. There really is, you know, the singer has, has a lot of work to do. There's technical stuff. There's hitting the notes, there's breathing. And then, then there's, you know, getting the vibe into it, putting their spirit and heart into it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really try to pull forward. And then there's a lot of technology that I can do just to kind of like fix a few notes because if I get an emotional performance that has a couple, you know, notes that aren't perfect, I can just go into the computer and just kind of move them around a little bit. Um, I try to leave vocals alone for the most part, but I do, you know, do... There's production, we, yeah. There's yeah. production. We, we, you know, you. A long time have realized that you know everybody has a little fixation that's you know done on that for them, and it's it's just really a, a little bit of a hat. Now there are some people we do know out there in the real world who their whole vocal performance is a fixation. I mean, <laughs> it's it, it, is, it is from start to finish, but I know you're, you know, talking about it. Yeah. Just give it that. It's kind of like a, a painter does a painting and there might be just a little, little brush and somebody, you know, he might go back in there and go, let me just line that up a little bit. Exactly. And that's kind of like what, you, what you're doing on that. But, you know, you bring that passion, and you and you do. You help bring that passion out and fill in the heart. And one, one artist that you've done some mixes on, on many tracks, is Anaya Day, who is on frickin' fire after 20 years of doing this, which is kind of amazing. I had her on the show a couple months ago, and we were talking about her. This is her 20th year anniversary of doing dance music, and she doesn't seem to be going anywhere, not only just from her putting out music, but vocally she's still at her peak. And um, she's one of those artists, I've talked to her many times, is that, you know, she won't even get in, she won't even think about a song. If it if she can't do it and she feels it and can put it out from a heartfelt, you know, position, she'll just leave it alone. And you've worked with those type of vocals from her in mixes and stuff. And, you know, how is it when you take, you, you know, when you're not in the studio with the original, but you actually are receiving these stems, which is, you know, from the different parts in the song that you take and you get these vocals and they're already like, Oh God, they are they're You know, I'm feeling it already, you know, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you, you did some work on her, one of her uh, most recent pieces with them. Um, Dirty Disco called Stranded, and that just went up the charts like crazy all over the place. Oh, yeah, that just zoomed up the charts. I think it peaked at number three, and it just sat in the number, you know, top five for about a month. Yeah. You know, kind of going up and down like five, four, three, then four. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was like even in the charts when she had other stuff in the chart, it just kind of kept in, it was still in there. Even when new stuff was coming up, it was like, oh, I, it's Stranded is still there. And we've got um, a mix of Stranded that you did, it, of course, putting your anthem um, stank on it. <laughs> Somebody asked me, why do you use stank? And I go, that's because when you, know, when you say, say someone's signature, your signature can be duplicated. You know, we have people who are called forgers that do that. But when you put your stank on it, see, your stank is your stank. Nobody can duplicate that. So um, <laughs> that anthem is, uh, you've got your Leo Frappe anthem radio edit that we have of Stranded. Uh, and that is a dirty disco featuring the one and only Anaya Day.
You're listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side as a unified team of the best fertility specialists guided by the highest ethical standards Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Symes, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.ale. G-R-E-C-A-R-E dot com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. Okay, this is B.B. Sweetbriar here on It's Everything. I'm here with my producer who's been a little bit on the Vegas trip tip for a while, so it's good to have him back with me this week. And of course, we're speaking with Leo Frappier, producer extraordinaire with Hit Save Music, his label, as well as Bay Sound Studios, where he makes all the magic happen. And before we uh, close out the show today, Leo, I want to make sure people know where to find you, you know, on a, you know, on a global way through, um, you know, either website or Facebook or whatever, what are, what are, where can people kind of tap into you, SoundCloud, all that kind of stuff? Give us some handles for them out there. Well, here, here's, the, here's the number one thing. We need to tell them how to spell my name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, if you, if you went to Facebook.com slash Leo, L-E-O, I think there's a dot in there. But uh, Frappier, which is spelled F as in Frank, R-A, two P's as in Peter, I-E-R, Frappier. Frappier. So that, yeah. so it does sound like a wonderful, um, a wonderful Starbucks drink, though. Frappier Frappuccino. It's the combination of the Frappe button on your blender and it's the Frappuccino, you know, or yeah, <laughs> it, or I tell people, sorry, it's more like it's the, the Frappe button on your blender and Perrier. Huh? Yeah, How oh, yeah. Frappe Perrier. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Frappier. Yeah, so that's Facebook. And then it, you have a, um, a SoundCloud, too, with all the stuff that you put up, right? Yes. I do, and that's soundcloud.com slash baysounds, B-A-Y, 
S O U N D S. Okay, and that's from yeah, and that's the studio, yeah. And you got all because there's so much. Oh, well, could you you did a little count? What was it? Um, not too long ago, a couple months ago, I think, and you put in that you were looking over your Beatport um, account, and how many things would, were? In, in the last five years, I've been involved with granted various mixes of the songs, but in terms of individual tracks. I had been involved with over 150 tracks in the last oh, five years. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's and great. Also, and one other plug, you can also um, hear the specifically the music from Hit Save Music at soundcloud.com slash hit music which which is for the label which is the music yeah. from the label and getting with that you and i have had a uh, uh, a couple of releases we we worked on something earlier this year in january releasing uh, our remake of pussycat dolls don't ya and um mm-hmm. had a whirlwind of a ride a long ride uh, on that for a few months and that was really great but this past week over the past week we we've released our latest and it's this was our baby in which you and I wrote together and um it's been really fun I you know I can say that I've been on both ends I've worked on a song which you know nothing that I had to do with creating it other than you know rearranging vocals and stuff like that but this was really neat working with you on uh, uh, an original piece that really kind of combined our creative thoughts and 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 whatnot and and i think we came out with something great i'm talking about i want you back which is also now with all the other music that we've played so far available everywhere and um and it just was released on the 2nd of august so um i'm excited how are you feeling about this i'm extremely excited about this um we wanted a a great follow-up to don't you which uh did really well, well, very popular all over the world. We got reviews from four corners of the planet, I think. Yeah. And the video got out just as, uh, as, uh, as popular. It just as widespread. And when you proposed doing our original song, and I said, I, I'm up for it and kind of started sending me some early versions of just you kind of with your, you know, singing into the phone with a guy. I said, I'm feeling this. Let's, let's, you know, let's develop this. And I said, let's, let's, you know, it was kind of a little more, brighter and popular, and I said, let's make it a little darker and make it a little more current for the, the dance market, and um, just kind of shaped it some more, and we added, I added music, and, you know, we collaborated on it, and that, that was, it was so much fun to just uh, be part of the songwriting process, too. Yeah, this was fun, it was, I, I have to say, it, I just can't, uh, to any artist out there that are listening, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about, particularly when you're collaborating with, uh, with, with a project of yours. Cause like I said, it's hard to have people in your head and, um, you know what you're here, vice versa. Even if you're writing a piece of music and you're trying to find a vocalist to, to interpret, you know, what you've got in your head, it's kind of hard sometimes to kind of get that across. And it's like, oh, I didn't, that's, that's not quite what I'm looking for. And, you know, but it, this just kind of like, as soon as you sat there and started doing that piano, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so good. <laughs> I just like knew it. I just knew it. And, um, but you can, you know, hear it. And again, you do, you do a lot of, of question and answers. There's a lot of like, okay, you know, person who wrote the lyrics, what are you trying to say so that I can, 
I can get that mood right, you know, and it, and all that. It's like a lot went into that, and I just so appreciate it. And, and in jail, like like we have told many people that uh, in our first session, we really came up with the product that we had, you know, ready to go. And so um, with the end of the show, I'm going to leave them with a little bit of um, I Want You Back. And this is the Leo Frappier uh, anthem uh, mix that is now part of the original package that re was released. So you get this in the radio edit. And I just have to say that it's been a joy having you on the show and always talking with you. And hopefully, you know, we will get more and more opportunities as time goes on because I love working with you. Thank you. And thank you for having me on the show so much, Phoebe. Oh, not a problem. And so people out there, go to the store and buy all this music that we've played for you today and uh, tap into Leo Frappier and all his SoundClouds and Facebook handles that he gave you out there. And we'll be back next week. And I really, really appreciate you listening. Until next week, bye-bye. Pray.